Hi, my name is Kate Wilkes, and today's quote comes from Brene Brown. The courage to be vulnerable is not about winning or losing. It's about the courage to show up when you can't predict or control the outcome. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. The Leader Assistant Podcast is exclusively brought to you by Goody, which provides effortless gifting for all occasions. If you're tired of sending tacky, impersonal business gifts, then you should definitely check out Goody. My friends at Goody offer a collection of hundreds of curated brands like Levain Bakery, Therabody, Milk Bar, and Ember Mugs. With Goody, if your recipient doesn't like your gift, they can swap it out for one they do like. You can find perfect gifts for any occasion, whether it's work anniversaries, birthdays, new hire onboarding, or company swag. It's free to start gifting, and you get a $20 credit when you sign up. Also, be sure to mention the Leader Assistant Podcast when signing up, and Goody will add an extra $10 credit to your account. So go to leaderassistant.com slash Goody to disrupt the inefficiencies in your team's gifting strategy. Again, that's leaderassistant.com slash goody. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows, and today is episode 167. You can find the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 167, leaderassistant.com slash 167. And today I'm very excited to be speaking with Kate Wilkes. Kate is the chief people officer at Happen to Your Career. Kate, how's it going? Great. Thanks for having me on. How's it going? It's going all right. What part of the world are you in? I am in north central Arkansas in the U.S. in the Ozarks. Love it. I spent some time in uh, northern Arkansas being in Kansas City, Missouri and growing up in Kansas City, Missouri. We drive down south and it's <laughs> yep. lovely down there. There's some lovely country down there. We live in vacation and, land. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So tell us a little bit about yourself first. So maybe what's one of your favorite hobbies and maybe something interesting about you that you'd like to share? Oh boy, this is always a fun question, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My, I think my, the thing I enjoy telling people about myself is that I'm a huge introvert, uh, really just terrified of the world, but I love to live outside of my comfort zone. So (laughs) it's kind of a contradictory statement, but um, I find that I've learned that much of your good things in your life happen once you stop being scared. So that's my favorite, uh, my Kate uh, fact. Nice. I'm a very uh, high introvert as well, so I can relate. Um, I don't know that I necessarily love going outside of my comfort zone, but I love learning new things. And one of those things that I had to teach myself and that I had to learn was how to be an extrovert. So right, that's <laughs> uh, it's been a fun, fun journey. Okay. So tell us about your hobbies. Do you have a hobby? Um, well, you have kiddos, so you'll understand when I say uh, keeping the, the tiny human alive. Uh, I have a t- two and a half year old son. I 
uh, enjoy playing with and mostly running around in the mud outside. So that's what we do with most of our spare time. Um, but I like to read. I like self-development. I like to dig into a lot of good books, um, spend time with friends and my husband, of course. But yeah, just work and uh, enjoy the fun times after work with the kiddo. Nice. And you have several years of experience as an assistant. I'm looking at your LinkedIn, which I will link in the show notes for those who want to reach out and connect with you. But looks like administrative coordinator was one of your titles. Administrative assistant uh, was one of your titles. Human resources assistant and then executive assistant. And then recently uh, you are essentially have been worked your way up, if you will, to chief people officer. So tell us a little bit about uh, what propelled you toward the assistant career and then share how you've transitioned or why you transitioned from executive assistant to now chief people officer. Absolutely. Um, I think it's, I think it starts way back in childhood. I've always been a helper. Um, you know, I think just depending on how you're raised and what you see from parents, um, it, that's just, I just ended up being a helper. So my parents always owned their own business. They were always doing things. I was always helping mom and dad. And then, um, I wanted to be a, actually wanted to be an RN. I wanted to be a nurse. Um, and I realized that after a couple of years of assisting physicians, um, because you know, they need a lot of help <laughs> to do what they do. I realized that I don't have the immune system for that. So we, Mm-hmm. I quickly thought, where else can I help people if not, you know, at the doctor's office uh, from a, you know, a, a less uh, sick perspective? <laughs> no fun being sick all the time. So I just did what anybody that, you know, is a helper is they look for jobs where they can help people. And I realized quickly, I like being the one to fix things and get things done for people and say, that's already handled. It just, uh, it's feeds my soul in a way kind of to know that I can just make other people's lives easier, even if it's, you know, something, uh, it's not life changing or life saving. It's actually just that, that level of support you can give someone as a, as an assistant, um, and just making their job easier. So that, um, that's where I started and then, um, got an office job, got another office job. You know, everyone is a little bit bigger and tougher than the one before it. And you just kind of, you know, you, you say, what, what else can I do? Um, you know, often as assistants, I find that we grow out of roles if we are introspective and we're trying to learn and grow. Sometimes the role doesn't grow with you. Um, and so you have to look for that next thing that you can stretch yourself with. So I, uh, input is definitely one of my signature strengths. So I'm, I'm a learner. I'm a, I didn't go to college. I'm a long time, uh, self learner. Just give me something to tackle and I'll go for it. So, uh, you know, assisting just became that natural path. I do believe where, um, absorb information, handle the tasks, take care of the people. So that's really fulfilling for me to have had that uh, career for quite some time. Hmm. So, you know, I mentioned you're a human resources assistant and now you're chief people officer, which is obviously a human resources role. Did that give you kind of a taste for that world and and maybe um, just point you more in the HR direction? 
I think no. Um, I think this was an organic thing that happened with the company that I work with, what happened to your career. Um, I think that I just was ripe for the picking when I found a leader who had me join his company as the CEO, um, hired me on as his executive assistant. I handled personal and business stuff for them. And I think I finally just had a leader who saw that I could do great things. And it wasn't about, I just need you to come sit down and handle these tasks and take these minutes. And all the things that we know that kind of are the center and the meat of an assistant role. And so six months in or so, uh, after having joined the team and having a voice from day one and being thrown into projects and uh, somebody left the team for other work and I picked up their stuff and I started doing uh, some of our podcast and content behind the scenes. And, and I, I realized that uh, I was growing out of that role kind of organically and supporting the team in many other ways. And um, so six months in, I, I had a I had a kind of three times a year meeting with my boss where you kind of just drive your career and he supports you and uh, uh, which was so foreign to me to be able to just say what I want. And I said, I said, Scott, I don't I don't want to be your assistant anymore. Oh, you know, how do you say that? (laughs) I don't want to leave this company. I love what we do. Uh, I love working with the team, but I don't think this is the role for me anymore. And he says, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I saw that empty spot on the quote unquote org chart. We just call it the people chart. But uh, I saw that empty spot and it it says, uh, it said something like team success, team leader. It's not, we don't have HR. We're, you know, we're a small company. Um, we, we're doing everything ourselves. Started from a really small team for a really long time. So we, you know, we're professionals who don't always act as professional as you might, you know, see in the office. But, um, yeah, he he embraced it. He got behind me. He pushed me. He said, let's see how to make this happen. Uh, once we had the initial conversation about what I loved about the, the his ideas for the role, it was it was just perfect because I want to see our whole team succeed, and so that um, you know that lets me help to bring on new people that will enrich our culture and um, sourcing those people and finding those people and bringing them onto the team and and then giving them all of what they need to set them up for success. So that's just, you know, it's like my helper, uh, my love for being a helper just to the extreme. So now I get to focus on an entire team of people and how I can not only make our team successful, whether it be leading uh, meetings or planning work, running sprints, you know, all the all the awesome things that is involved with collaboration with a team and then just taking it and making it um, even better for everyone. So I do some HR tasks, but we definitely it's definitely a really robust role for the entire organization. Love it. So as you lean more into this role and step out of the assistant role, what are your plans for replacing yourself in that executive assistant position? <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. I actually, I actually am really excited because 
that person who, you know, will, will come from outside of our company. We don't have anyone in our team that would want to go into that role. They're all doing other things, but, um, I'm going to have a great time hunting down just the right person to hand to what I would consider to be one of the world's best leaders. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy, I'm already making my plans for how I will uh, set that person up for success once we bring them onto the team. And then I'm just going to sit back and, and, watch them and help them and, and, uh, watch them grow as well. So it's going to be really exciting. What's, uh, you said you're making plans, um, as they join the team, what's maybe one or two things that you could share, uh, for maybe onboarding tips or like first 90 days tips. Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification, the first-of-its-kind online course for aspiring and existing Chiefs of Staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a Chief of Staff-style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus, and enroll today. Oh, first 90 days. Yeah. The, um, so we are a very culture driven company. We, um, we have, you know, you, you, you've worked a lot of places, I'm sure, Jeremy, where you see mission, vision and values. And, you know, it's a beautiful statement that was handcrafted by who knows who, and it's outward facingly beautiful. And, but you work, you know, on those teams and, and they just, they're not living it and it feels, it feels disingenuous. So we, uh, we have a handful of values and we live them and breathe them and and they spill over into our personal life. Um, so the first thing that I do, like it can be culture shock. You know, I've been, I've been with Scott and team for since COVID since, since COVID and, uh, since it started 20, just early 2020 mid 2020, excuse me. And then I find myself still trying to shed baggage from past leaders and past organizations where the situations weren't as good, or, you know, you have this rigid, uh, you know, you have to be in your office at your desk at all times, all of the things that we pick up that we carry around from not necessarily bad jobs, but less than awesome jobs. Um, even. And so I find that acclimation to our culture is very important um, because you don't have a boss who is going to, um, you know, ever jump down your throat for any reason. Uh, Things are just different. It's just different. You drive your own career. You collaborate with your team members from day one as an EA. You have a voice uh, that is as loud as the oldest team member and is important to everyone as the oldest team member and uh, company founder. So it's a real culture thing. So we, we've learned early on that uh, when we're bringing people in they they have this, you know, I call it my backpack of like past traumas that they have. And we all have them. We have, you know, many of our clients have these, these corporate jobs that they've had for years and they're terrified uh, when they go into a new company of what it might be. So we spend a lot of time really just acclimating people. Um, and I think the that is very important for our, t- our uh, team is specifically. But um, 
for just basic onboarding. We have checklists and we have spreadsheets and we have processes. I go in before anybody even starts and I set up a lot of stuff on their behalf, but, um, just bringing them on with a clear learning plan. We, um, we set up a learning plan that is probably about zero to eight weeks and we get everything on the calendar on day one. We let them know what's going to happen. Um, so just the transparency of this is what we're going to need to hand off to you by X date. This is the plan. We know it's the plan. We know plans change, but these are all of the things we're going to show you and teach you and help you with in order to get you there. So really setting people up for success from day one, giving them everything that they need and everything that they don't know that they need is really important. So I also set up with my team members. uh, We just hired a growth team recently, uh, three new team members, which almost doubled us in size. And I onboarded two of them at the same time. And so we just had weekly check-ins where I would spend 30 minutes, two times a week in the morning um, outside of just, you know, pinging each other with questions and answers where they could just bring any questions about culture, about platforms, about uh, company, not policies, but how we do the work, um, different kinds of things so that they can come away with extra knowledge every week and have immediate needs answered. Um, so just really helping them be as successful from day one. It really, it really is nice to um, support people and have them just feel not only like they've joined a team, but they, but that they've joined a team that wants them to succeed. Hmm. That's great. Definitely a culture driven thought out process for sure. And it sounds like a fun place to work. Very intentional. Uh, I always tell, tell everyone that my boss is the most intentional human being I've ever met. And I find myself, uh, my whole life is a lot more intentional just for being surrounded by people who are that, that way. And, uh, it's, it's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. very enjoyable. Nice. So let's talk briefly about maybe what you would recommend to assistants listening who aspire to grow. I'm not going to say grow out of, because I think the EA role is is a very respectable career. I'm currently an EA and I don't have any plans or dreams to not be an EA. Um, But just tips on, those who maybe aspire to be a chief people officer someday or to get into finance or whatever the industry or the department is, what would you recommend they do or how would you recommend they think about Mm -hmm. their career in the sense of do they, you know, soak up as much as they can, try out different things. What's, what's some, what's some advice you could give to assistants listening who want a transition to a different path? Absolutely. Um, I think, I think really what was helpful for me is just, we spend a lot of days and hours working, right? So we have our whole careers. Uh, we, we make jokes about how our generations uh, will work much later because we can't retire as easily. But for me, um, 
doing work I love with people I love in the meantime was very important. Um, so surrounding yourself by people who, when you say, Hey, I want to grow, even if that means you have to go, they're still supporting of you and loving you. Um, that's super important because those are also the people who will, not hold you back from wanting to grow and, and self-develop. So I, I, as I said before, one of my strengths is input. So I like to read a lot of self-development books. Um, you know, if, if Simon or Brene writes it or Jeremy at this point, I'm reading it <laughs> because it's going to help me, um, in some ways I've, I, I'm guilty of not being the most, most introspective person for much of my life. I was just getting by, um, and, so in my early 40s, when life was calm and finally felt really good, I started thinking, what can I do uh, to level up my game? What can I do to, to be able to provide more if the opportunity is there? Um, so for me, I didn't go looking for a, a bigger role. I just kind of, it was so organic. But I think what you have to do is find work you love with a company that you love and then just really really be introspective, be a learner, be a listener. Um, when I joined this team and I knew immediately I had a leader that would pour into me, I opened my eyes, I opened my ears, I opened all of my notebooks because I have too many notebooks. And I just try to drown myself in knowledge because everything that everyone else around you, if it's a great team of people, or even if you only have a couple of people that are just super awesome, uh, you know, do what they do, learn what they're learning, um, learn things about them and what they're doing in their roles and just be a sponge. Uh, I think that the ability to be a sponge as an EA probably is natural for a lot of us already, but just being really more intentional about that, about those learnings and about just um, always, always being a student. Yeah, well said. Be curious and a sponge. It's definitely, definitely a good way to, to do that. And then I think the, as you are, soaking things in and reading and whatever you'll you'll find topics and areas of the business or the organization that really get you up in the morning <laughs> more right. than more than those other areas and so you Absolutely. kind of lean in on those areas more than the, than the rest Kate thank you so much for your time thanks for sharing a little bit of wisdom and some of your story what do you think in maybe a sentence or two makes an assistant a leader? I think that, uh, I think that the leader assistant is, is an assistant who not only wants to do a great job, come to work, show up, do the things, mark the tasks off, say that it's handled, but they want to do more. They want to make as far as I'm concerned, whoever I'm working with and supporting, I want to think forward beyond what they're asking me for. Um, my favorite thing about working with doctors was I got to learn what they needed and they never had to really ask. So when doing that extra step to know your person, whoever you're, you're supporting and know their needs so that they don't even have to ask unless it's, you know, random things or whatever, but so that you can make them feel supported. And I think that really, really will make an EA successful. Well said. Well, is there anywhere that people can reach out to you other than LinkedIn? Um, 
or is LinkedIn the best best way to connect and say hi? I pretty much live on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's where I'm at. But thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, I'll put your LinkedIn URL in the show notes and people can say hi. And we appreciate you spending time with us. And good luck with the little one and the new, newer uh, career path. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Please review on Apple Podcasts. Go Bullos.com.